0: Hello and welcome to Hands-On Techie Talks, where we talk about all things creation and innovation for kids like you. My name is Danielle Boyer, and I'm an Indigenous teen educator, author, and robot maker. And I'm Vinia Guneshaker, a 12-year-old changemaker who loves robots, helping my community, and protecting our environment. Today is our third episode in the Environmental Innovation series where we're going to be talking about plastics. And today it's just me, so I'm going to be talking about my perspectives as an engineer about how plastics play a role in what I do and also play a role in your everyday life. Also, remember that you can follow along with this episode at home at www.steamconnection.org/hands-on with our fun activity sheet. Let's begin. So in our conversation about plastics today, I kind of want to start at the beginning. So what is plastic? According to Google, plastic is a kind of material that is made by people and can be formed into almost any shape. Most plastics are strong, long-lasting, and lightweight. They can resist damage by heat, water, chemicals, and electricity. In addition, plastics can be made in any colors. Now, I want you to look around the room around you and think, what is near me that's plastic? In my case, my phone case is actually made out of plastic. It's like this hard white plastic with a design that I drew printed on it. If I look around the room a little bit more, I can see a tub that I store my connectors in and my robot materials. I can see that is made out of plastic. If I pivot even more and I look towards my 3D printer, I can see that the filament or kind of like the ink used in the printer to make those 3D objects, I can see that those are made out of plastic too. Plastic is all around us, and you begin to think, when do we have too much plastic? When does it actually become an issue? Now think to yourself, is plastic a good thing or a bad thing? And the answer is plastic can be really dangerous, and we need to further come up with solutions to be able to make it so that plastic is not as harmful as it has been. Plastics can get into wildlife, They can hurt the animals, the animals can eat them. Microplastics, which is basically little shreds of plastic that are so small that often you can't see them with the naked eye, can make it into every single area of our world. They're at the bottom of our ocean, they're in some of our foods, they're everywhere. They're even in the air that we breathe. So we begin to think, what kind of things can we do to better innovate and improve our world around us? Can small things make a big difference? And the answer is yes. Small things can make a big difference, but it may not be from us, from you and me. Many of the plastic pollution that's in our world, that's in landfills, that's in our ocean, that's in our food, actually comes from large companies. Large companies who make things like uh, shampoo bottles, make things like a uh, body wash, uh, hair coloring product. They're the ones who have a m- huge amount of waste in our world. And even small environmental changes from them can make the biggest impact because a lot of the companies are super, super stubborn and don't wanna make the changes that are needed in our world to help us. And that should upset you just as it upsets me because many years from now, they're not going to be the ones who have to deal with all this plastic. You and I are going to be the ones. We're going to be adults. We're gonna be older. And we're going to have to deal with the ramifications of this plastic and what it is doing to our environment. And that idea terrifies me, just as it should terrify you. So let's talk about some things that we actually can do to help our environment in even small ways. So the plastic that I just named when I was looking around the room, like the bins, the filament for my 3d printer, my phone case, this is all colored plastic. For example, the bins that my connectors are in are blue and green, my phone case is white, and my different filaments are things like pink, purple, uh, black, etc. When you looked around the room and you saw different things of different colors, different plastics, you probably noticed that a lot of them were actually colored as well. Colored plastics pose a huge issue to our world, but why? Colored plastic is recycled at a far lower frequency than clear or white plastic. In turn, they're being disposed of rather than recycled. The reason why this is happening is because companies, large companies, like to buy plastic that gets recycled. So say you have a recycling bin, you put your plastics in every single week and you put it out at the curb. This happens in some communities and not others. It is a huge privilege to have a recycling organization in your community. Say that organization takes away your colored plastics and your plastics in general, And they take it to get recycled which basically means to be reused into something else or to be melted down or repurposed in some way because uh, otherwise it's just going to go into a landfill it's going to go into our ocean recycling is actually a big business companies want to buy those plastics and put them into products it also can sound really good because on their packaging they can say oh we used recycled plastic so you feel a bit better about when you're buying things right But that can actually be a big issue because they only want to buy white and clear plastics because they can re-dye those again and again. Colored plastics like blue, green, orange, purple, they're not going to want those plastics because when they combine everything together, it's going to turn into a weird, muddy color. And that leaves a ton of plastic just going nowhere. Why is this an issue? So, as companies continue to use colorful plastic packaging, more colored plastic will be disposed of and more clear and white plastic will be generated, sending more plastic to our landfills and to our oceans. Currently, only 9% of recyclable plastic is recycled. We talked a bit about percentages in our last episode, but 9% is such a small amount. That means that all the recyclables that we're sending out may not actually be recycled. In all of the global plastic production and the tons and tons of plastic that's being made, a high percentage of the plastic is discarded, with a small percentage of that being incinerated. Uh, Discarded, what does that mean? Discarded means thrown into a landfill, thrown into the ocean, just dumped, We have large just amounts of plastic in our ocean that's actively harming the creatures inside of it and actively harming us. So a lot of the plastic that we see, it's gonna be here forever because it is really hard to be able to biodegrade plastic. And when I was talking about looking around the room and seeing the plastics, out of the three plastic things I named, only one of them is biodegradable. Biodegradable means I could put it in the dirt and if I check it in a few months, or depending on the object, food, it's gonna take a few days. Um, this plastic it's gonna take a few months. When I check back again, I'm not gonna be able to see it because it degraded into the earth. That's the ideal for plastics, but it's more expensive to make. So a lot of companies are like, we're, we're just gonna you know, make things as cheap as possible and we're going to use plastic because we can. And that poses a huge, huge problem. So, there are some solutions, like I said, like the plastic that I named, but there's also something called PDK, and it's a plastic that can be recycled again and again into materials of any color, meaning it can basically be melted down into little particles again, and the dye can separate from that plastic, and it turns clear or white again, I can't really remember, and you can re-dye it again and again. And that's a really good solution, but it also is really expensive, and it's still in testing so as a consumer or maybe our parents are more consumers and we buy less things than they do but as a consumer we need to continue to demand packaging that's made from more sustainable materials and urge the implementation of innovative plastic so there are different products that are actually moving in the right direction and when i say moving in the right direction they're getting there they're not there yet for example the clever little bag by puma is a shoe box that is made out of some recycled material, because shoe boxes account for millions of tons of waste. And this bag is with reduced cardboard use and no tissue, and it's a step in the right direction, even though they're still using a lot of materials that may not be the best for the environment. There's also different products that now use cardboard instead of plastic uh, in their packaging launches, and it reduces how much plastic is used in a typical bottle. It's not perfect, but it is moving in the right direction. So something that we can do, you and I, in our everyday lives, is making a switch from often colored plastic items to different ones. For example, think of straws. If you use colored plastic straws, you could switch to metal reusable straws or to paper straws to help decrease the amount of plastic waste created. I know my household, my sister, loves glass straws, and I don't really like those very much, so I use paper straws, and I tend to really like those. And carrying your own metal straw saves you from having to dispose of a plastic straw every time you have a drink. And the paper straws are better to dispose of um, than the plastic due to their biodegradability. And we talked a bit about what biodegradability is. Many companies are now offering non-plastic options for common household kitchen items. And if you go to different restaurants, especially in like California, you're going to find a lot of uh, more sustainable options. So what are some new strategies we can do besides straws? We can replace pigmented plastics in our everyday lives with clear plastic or preferably glass um, by not buying products with fancy packaging. And if you don't buy things yourself, you can beg your parents to get something a bit more sustainable. For example, say you really like Mountain Dew. I know I really like Mountain Dew, even though it is so not healthy. You can replace colored plastic with a generic clear and white plastic option. For example, the Mountain Dew bottle is green. Uh, That's a colored plastic. It does not get recycled at the same rate as other plastics do, especially because of how bright of a neon green it is, I'm sure. For example, there are different products like uh, Citrus Drop, uh, Big K, something like that. That's in a clear container. They taste really similar, but one's in a clear bottle because it's a, you know, it's a generic brand. If you have a choice, it is really great, and it's often less expensive, so these choices can actually be better for your family. Another new strategy is if you must use pigmented plastics, you can wash and reuse or repurpose them as often as you can while continuing to recycle clear and white plastics. A way that you can recycle or repurpose your plastic is by making art out of them. They can be cut or glued together to create sculptures or mosaics. So this solution helps save the consumer, you the consumer, or you or your parents, Uh, Money as instead of discarding or recycling plastic after use, you're turning it into something else that has value. And sometimes you can even sell your different creations. So it's pulling it out of that cycle for another minute. It's saving it from destruction for just a bit of time. And that time matters. So think about those choices that you're making and about sustainable decisions and what small things you can do in your life. And while you're thinking about it, think about your local government and Lawmakers, and the decisions that they're making that's going to impact you in the future. Start to educate yourself on what laws and what policies are affecting you. What laws and policies are affecting your recycling program? What kind of machinery you're using in your recycling program, if you have one? If you don't have a recycling program, why don't you have one? Start talking to your representatives and talking to different people who are going to be able to help you make the change that is going to allow you to be a powerful change maker in this world. Because the changes that we're making are going to last forever. So make the changes now, the changes that you want to see. Stay tuned for next episode. We're going to have a special, special episode that I'm really looking forward to for International Day of the Girl. If you like to read magazines, check out this week's People magazine where I was named a people's uh girls changing the world I was on their list in honor of international day of the girl our next episode is going to be all about girls in steam which is science tech engineering art and math and I cannot wait for this next episode so definitely stay tuned and again if you want to follow along with this episode or access our really cool worksheet about this environmental issue Uh, go to www.steamconnection.org slash hands-on. Have a great week.